Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? It's a family podcast for adults. This is episode number 672. Peer to peer. Little insider joke. Some people will get it. Some people won't. Very tired today. Because people are testing me. Not in this house, just in general. People have been very. I've had to deal with a lot of incompetence lately. It's really, it's really starting to try me. There's people I have to deal with on a professional basis. Like I, I say, I'm going to pay you to do X, and I expect X to be done, and there not to be any talk back. Just do it. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I engage sometimes in services for hire myself. And when someone pays me to do a service, I perform that service to the best of my ability. I don't try to do anything else. Right. You Here's, do as you would want someone else to do I, for you. I exceed their expectations, but I don't then immediately start with the fucking. We'll get to it. They're going to call us. We're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being a sponsor. Mostly places of higher learning. You, you institutions of education, can you focus on the education part and leave off the thousand things you want me to pay for that are not in any way related to what I want to do? I told you they were trying to push that on me, right? Where yeah. I go to school. Mm-hmm. This new professional services thing they're trying mm-hmm. to do. They wanted me to pay them 200 bucks for a two-hour seminar. That's cheaper than the summer program Brown University oh, wants Christ. Thing 2 to go on. I I almost wish Thing 2 was dumb, because this is going to turn into a nightmare. Thing, <laughs> thing 2 just took some PSAT or some bullshit mm-hmm. and scored into the ridiculously high levels, right. which... I was a little shocked that it was as high as it was. Mm-hmm. I knew she was smart. I knew she was very smart. But I looked at those and I went, oh, this is. Well, it'll, it'll put her in the running for a merit scholarship. It, it's a whole different kind of smart. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so today she opens up her email. She goes, hmm, I got 50 emails from colleges. I know. She's only a sophomore, She's sophomore. though. <laughs> She's got a ways to go. <laughs> and all of these places, she was like, well, this looks kind of interesting. And we're like, yeah, it's $50,000 a year. $6,000 for the four-week summer introductory program they'd like you to go attend. Exactly. Jesus like, fucking Christ. I can't even think about that. I don't right know. I don't know how colleges can do this kind of shit with a straight face. They're not. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know if they're necessarily looking at all the information they're given. They're looking at scores. No, no, no. I mean, every college now, and it's everyone that we've dealt with. They have this thing where they believe that, okay, we're going to offer you these classes. Also, now, anytime you talk to an administrator, we're going to try to sell you some new shit. You know, we got, oh, look at this. We can help you fucking put a resume together for 50 fucking dollars. All about the bottom line. I I know, but it's dumb. It's dumb. And I I had, I was really furious the other day because I told the chick that I was talking to, A, I'm older than you. I, I know more about the shit than you do. And the next time you insult me by trying to say that you'll spiff up my fucking resume for $150, I, I will choke you to death. Nice. 
it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's it's just offensive. Yeah, the upsell gets to be a bit much. Right. Speaking of which, the other day we have fucking Jethro the Exterminator in our house. His name was Robert. <sighs> Robert. Toothless Robert the Meth Head Exterminator. Yeah. Now, my, my aggravation is the Exterminator company we've used, we've always used. Mm-hmm. And up until the last couple of years, because we only have it done twice a year, right? Uh, every three months, every four three times months. a year. Okay. I don't see him that often. Right. You're usually not here. But up until a couple of years ago, these guys all looked like they were just professional dudes who happened to kill animals for a so living. So pretty much. Right? Not too spooky. Right. And then a couple of years ago, they started to get progressively odder. Mm-hmm. And now they're all meth head freaks. Mm-hmm. Their, their teeth are all jacked up. And then they do shit. This is the thing that got me. They come in your house. And it's bad enough. I don't like having people I don't know wandering around my house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mainly because I live with Kim and her world is full of paranoia and everybody that comes in has a fucking <laughs> knife hidden in their ass and they're trying to, they're going to rape and kill everybody they see. And some of that started to fucking wear off of me. Is your phone on during your show? You are fired. Fired! Anyway, so this guy comes in and he comes in while I'm on the phone. I'm talking to people at work he comes in the den and he he goes that's a nice tv out there i really like your guitar that's a pretty nice motorcycle in the garage yeah okay creep i'm gonna fucking have you killed because you're clearly casing the joint you're gonna come back later with a bunch of your cracked out buddies and steal all my shit making this mental tally of the things he would be interested in and even if he's not a thief, which uh, nobody broke in my house and stole my shit, so clearly he wasn't a thief. Well, I always check all the window locks after they leave. So I don't know if they're wandering through <laughs> the unlocking rooms, the unlocking windows. the windows. Right. My, my thing is, it shows us a level of social awkwardness that means, yes, this is as good as life is ever going to be for you. You will smoke meth and kill animals for the rest of your days. Mm-hmm. So he he's doing all this shit it, it takes him for fucking ever it did a, a really long time of him wandering around my house looking at all my shit and i was like okay i, I get to the point where i started just following him around and uh he goes up into the fucking attic and then he comes down and what does he tell you yeah well he starts to fill out the bill and he goes yeah well everything looks good although I did find some rat droppings up in the attic. Okay. No, you didn't. I was like, what? <laughs> I was just up there. Right. I mean, I was just up there right. the day before. Right. Tell me where you found the droppings. And so he describes a portion of the attic and says that there was clearly bedding there and tons of feces and urine. It smelled horrible. I was like, I was just up there. Not to mention the <laughs> fact that I store the Christmas wrapping paper up there. And right. Rodents love to chew on paper. That crap would have been torn up. Okay, let me just let me just take one step further. If you've listened to this show for a while, one of our very first shows talked about the fact the time that our house became infested with rats from the construction mm-hmm. site behind it. Mm-hmm. I know when I got fucking rats, asshole. Right, it was you could hear them scurrying. They're not. About. They're not quite rats or douchebag infestors. They they move in. They start tearing shit up. They make noise at night. They come down and eat your food. They're, they're the worst roommates in the world. They're not sneaky. It, if you have rats, you know you have rats. Right. So I'm questioning him on this. I'm like, well, that seems really kind of weird to me. And then he's filling out the bill. And it's like the normal amount. Right. And he didn't say anything about 
pest control for the rats. He right recommended the customer. He wrote the... it on the paper, kind of mm. weird. Yeah. And then he tells me the story about how Christmas was rough for him. He's got four kids oh, yeah. under the age of eight, yeah. and he hasn't been working a whole lot, and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, why are you telling me all this? Just give me my damn yeah. bill and get out of here. And he just keeps going on. And then I mentioned, I said, well, are you going to recommend a treatment for the rats if there's any up there? I will go up and check myself. But right. he goes, oh, since you asked... And then he pulls out this little piece of screen and he says, I would recommend, you know, closing up the holes where they come in. You have right. turbines up there that they love to come in. I was like, you know what? I've lived here for seven years and no one has ever once said that the rats would come in my turbines. <laughs> what the hell? And then he says, um, yeah, my dad and I do um, rat pest treatments on the right. side right. on the weekends. So yeah. He's... Can I have your number so we can call you with an estimate? No, asshole. Now, now you're shafting your your boss, yeah. your actual boss, the guy who really pays your fucking bills, and you're trying to fuck me. Yeah. So, no, fuck you. And I said, well, you know, I'm not really comfortable with that. How about you give me your phone number, and then we can have a look around, and then if we need you, we can give you a call. Oh, yeah, about that. Yeah, I don't, we, we don't have a phone. phone. How do you run a business you, with no phone? Get that, the fuck it makes out no here. sense. So now I'm in this quandary. I'm like, he just told me he didn't have a bunch of money. He's trying to take business away from things. But now as I'm, like, turning down this rat treatment, he is slowly circling swirling his pen through the rat comments on the sheet on the bill what the fuck so it was like he was trying to erase it off there so i'm thinking should i call the pest company and tell them that he's trying to pilfer business on the just, side or he's lying just to get business on the side yeah, i don't know next time you call to say don't the, the don't guy that, send him the, the guy that came here last time don't send him send somebody send somebody that doesn't suck yeah I feel bad because, I mean, I understand he, I he needs money or whatever, but he's trying to rip people off. Well, see, okay, here's my problem. We've talked about this before, too. I know what it's like to not have any money. I know what it's like to be poor. I know what it's like to be hungry. I know I know all this shit. I've been there, motherfuckers. At no point during my fucking worst days was I so depraved that I thought the best answer out of this was to fucking rip people off. Well, and then he's jeopardizing his, his true livelihood. Exactly. You know, his... Exactly. Paycheck. Yeah, I don't. I don't Why care. would you do that? I don't, I don't care. I'm done with it. <sighs> I'm just, I'm tired of it all. And I've had to deal with people more than once now doing that kind of shady shit. And I ran a business in reality. I had the fucking oil change in the car not so long ago. And the guy was, he goes, you know what they're cool on here? I need this stuff on the side where I put fucking uh, LED lights and stuff on your car. Fuck off, dude. Get the fuck away from me. Stop mm. soliciting for business at, at your job. That's not right. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of not right, mm -hmm. thing one's on her fucking. She's really on my last nerve. What? She's, she's been pretty good, right? Mm. But all of a sudden now she's like super fucking money grubbing, greedy little monster. Well, I think it's it's because of the boy, because he kind of went through the same thing yesterday. Okay. But I only mean, his was different circumstances. So right, but lately she's counting every fucking dime. Mm -hmm. She's acting like, uh, she's in a lot of ways she's acting like she wants to be our roommate. 
and not her kid. Like she's gonna keep fucking tallies of shit she does and stuff. A little. Okay. I think that's kind of common though okay. for the kids that are sure. getting ready to leave the nest. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. But today she comes in and, and starts mm-hmm. making noises like she doesn't want me claiming her as dependent on my taxes. Well, she came in and asked me for her tax forms, which I had been getting for like the last week. And I just stick all the tax stuff in one spot. Because I'm going to do all the fucking taxes, yeah. just like I did last year. Right. And I, I was like, well, you can look at them. I don't know. What are you going to do? She was like, no, I'm going to take them to H&R Block and I'm going to have my taxes done. No. Like, um, no, you're not. <laughs> no. A, it's dumb. B, you're not going to get very much money back. You're going to blow it all in H&R Block? No. No. Well, here's the thing. The boy had been the day before, and his mom was pitching a fit because she wanted to claim him as a dependent. Now, the problem is, is while he is indeed living at home, he does not meet the requirements as a dependent. Right. He's not a student. He's too old. He's, he's not going old. to school full time. Right. So... He took his stuff to H&R Block, and he got his own tax return filed before she could do it so he could get all of the tax return money himself. Right, which, which was dumb because he does he's a 1040-EZ filer. Right. You know what it I'm is, saying? It is dumb. Hey, asshole, sit down right. for five you minutes with a fucking pencil. You don't have any deductions. Right. It doesn't take any time. Enter the fucking numbers, and it'll tell you how much you get back. You know why? Because you're 19. You don't make any goddamn money. Mm-hmm. You don't have a fucking house. You don't have investment income. It's one sheet of fucking paper well it was a couple hundred dollars and to him it's a lot of money right but he had to pay somebody that. and his mom was pitching a fit because she wanted it well all i'm saying is basic math skills and all of a sudden he gets to keep all his money he doesn't have to get part of the h&r block you know what i'm saying i I completely understand stupid fucking shit so she all of a sudden starts getting fucking dollar signs in her head thinking she she needs to get a couple hundred dollars back on her taxes. Right. Now, last year, she got 25 bucks back and she was super fucking bitchy-tastic about it. <laughs> right. 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 But she was a full-time student, so they don't really take much out. They don't take very much out, but she doesn't make a shit ton of money either. Right. So she's she's giving me all this fucking lip today about it. Say, you know, and, and she's got, well, what if I move out? Okay, if you want to fucking move out and you don't want to be on my insurance and you don't want to drive my car. Mm-hmm. then you don't have to be my dependent. Right. Here's what happens. When you no longer depend on me, I won't claim you. However, that day is not now. And it sure as fuck was not all of 2010 while you were still in high school living right. in my fucking house. That's how I tried to explain to her. I was like, I understand that it seems like a long ways away, but it was just last year and you were still in high school. Right. And she goes, well, I just, I would like to get, you know, my money. And I said, I'll make you a deal. You pay me all the money I spent on you last year, and I'll give you all of your tax money back. <laughs> all of it. I'll give you every fucking dime you paid in taxes if you pay me every dime for everything I did for you last year. Including your hospital bill that was on my insurance. Right. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> exactly <laughs> and I, I i really understand that she wants to get my trying to buy a car and all this shit but i was trying to point out i do way more for you than you do for me well whether she likes it or not you know the couple hundred bucks that she might get she lived here for 12 months well right if you're paying rent it doesn't it doesn't do anything and i was trying to explain to her you want to stay my and dependent food and insurance and car insurance and yeah. a car to drive and you just want to be my dependent for as long as possible kid 
Cause the, the right. Because <laughs> as soon as you're not, it starts to suck. <laughs> right. Well, I, I, I just I just pointed out the, the thing with the kidney stone. I said, if you were not on my insurance, that would have sunk your ass for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. You'd have been working for months to pay that off. So don't be silly. Don't be silly. You give me four or five thousand dollars, and I'll give you your two hundred fucking bucks back. Exactly. The teeming trillions of bacteria in the digestive tracts of mice have been shown to affect the animal's brain development and behavior. Mice bred in sterile environments without these gut flora were seen to be more adventurous and less anxious than mice with normal gut flora. The research adds weight to the idea that gut bacteria are a critical part of the overall development of mammals. In other words... Why all this research on poop? Well, here's the thing. I, I find this horrifying and intriguing. I because here don't we, like thinking about we it, We did actually. another story before where they talked about that the, the animals that live in your intestine determine who you'd like to fuck, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We've also determined that there are parasites that can completely change the way you view the world. Correct. And, and now it's very clear that, you know who's in the driver's like about seat? poop transplants. Yeah. Your, your poop bugs are in charge of everything. They, they're the ones that are actually at the wheel. You may think you're in control, but you're really just a vessel to carry your shit bugs around. That's yeah, really and then what we get all to... grossed out by weird creatures well, yeah. and parasites and stuff, and we're really not much better. We're not any better. Mm-mm. The shit bugs are telling you what to do. These mice that don't have shit bugs will take risks that other mice will not, right? You know why? Because they don't have the shit bugs telling them, oh, no, don't do that. We'll all die. You know, it's weird. It's fucking insane. This explains why teenagers are the way they are. They have too many shit bugs. The shit bugs aren't in control. Things are all running amok. It's very weird to me. There's so much about your butt that makes that controls your day. Not really your butt. It's your gut. Well, your it's, all, it's all in there. The whole digestive system. It's weird. It is weird. You would think, though, that but there would eventually they would evolve to where the bugs would be like, oh, no, there needs to be more butt sex so we can spread around. Cut it out. I wonder if I got rid of all of my gut flora when I had my colonoscopy. Because there was way more coming out than should have been i seriously fucking doubt you did because you're the most cautious person on the planet well that's true you probably have three times before you had your colonoscopy you probably had 10 times the normal number of butt bugs now you only have five times the normal number of butt bugs so what would it mean if you had say a cockroach in your colon that's not good i'm just asking is that actually better because you have an environment that harbors all sorts of insects you don't want a cockroach at the wheel cockroaches aren't out for your best interest they're like the exterminator no. of all no. freaking bugs. The cockroach. They, they, no. no. Yes. The cockroach They're, would tell you to eat a bunch of greasy food, to eat paper. But so they can, can live through a nuclear blast. I don't want them in my gut. No. Microscopic butt bugs only. No. I don't want lizards in my butt. None of that. Just the little tiny bugs that live in your gut normally. But it's just. Again, it just cracks me up because people are like, oh, we're so highly evolved. Really? Because your ass bugs are telling you what to do. You're not evolved at all. See, now every time I see people that have weird addictions and stuff, your butt bug needs... Like that show, My Strange Addictions, yeah, that you're, you're talking about? Your butt bugs need K2. 
couch cushions. So they're making um, you eat them. Lord. <laughs> or the Clorox. Or yeah. Who's gonna eat Clorox? <laughs> powder Clorox all the time. And then wonder why your teeth are completely rotten out of your head. Ugh. What the hell? Ugh. Who keeps doing that crap? People whose butt when your bugs teeth are rotting out, you say, hmm, maybe bugs. I should stop. Maybe no. this stuff is harmful. It's like any addiction. Once it gets wired in, it doesn't matter how stupid it is. You can just keep doing it. You know? Like Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen is a perfect example of somebody whose butt bugs have run amok. He's he's fucking coked up all the time. Did you see his teeth? They took a picture of him without his fake teeth in. His teeth are all totally oh, jacked no. from coke and stuff. Gross. Yeah, they're all fucked up. Uh, it's also, he's become the fucking laughing stock of the porn world because they're going to make a, all the chicks that were over at his house the last time he got a hernia. And, and here's the thing I don't understand too, Charlie Sheen. You're paying tons of money. Like one chick got paid $30,000 for one night. Okay. Right. You could get chicks that will shut the fuck up for that amount of money. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Because they no. always know that they can sell their story and make even more money I, okay. from that one night. Maybe I live in a in a strange world where I believe that there are, everything's in tiers, right? There's like, there's echelons of everything, mm-hmm. right? There's like, okay, here's an example. There are doctors here in Dallas that you and I would never, ever get an appointment with for any reason. Because we're not at the level that they feel that they should be treating. You know what I'm saying? Mm, sure. Prostitutes got to be the same way, right? Like you got your your five dollar hobo hand job, you know, and you move on up to your Harry Hines ten dollar blow job in the back seat. Eventually, you're up to halfway decent chicks who'll you know let you do them for a couple hundred bucks. At his level, where you're paying thirty thousand dollars for a night, there's not some special secret number you call where they send discreet clean horse to your house to take care of you. Apparently not. It's insane. Come on, Charlie Sheen, you got enough money. Here's my thing too. Does he have like a flipper? That he pops on over his nasty teeth. Nah, he's got like all those fucking. He's probably got dentures or some shit. A bridge or something. But you know dentures I mean? you fit. You don't fit over existing teeth. But like a, like a bridge, you would. Yeah, that's but what that I'm means the teeth are gone. Well, they may be. I don't know. I don't know the whole story. I'm not a Charlie. Sheen it's weird. If he, you know, why doesn't he just have implants or something? Then you don't have to worry about that crap. Surely he's got enough money to fix his teeth. He doesn't. Make it's th- weird. That's all I'm saying. Okay, and I'm saying he doesn't make the best choices. That's true. It's not, it's not really a surprise. Yuck. But if I ever had Charlie Sheen level of money, A, I'm not going to keep doing coke at that speed. Because you're, you're not going to be around to enjoy it. B, I'm going to secure for myself some discreet whores who don't get paid money to fuck other dudes. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. At $30,000 a night, right? I think you could put a, a, a whore on retainer. So you think... Like I said, until and they see say, TMZ parked outside oh, and okay. they see dollars on But even, even prostitutes have to know this $30,000 a night thing, you don't want to fuck this up. Well, I don't think that happens all the time. It happened one time no, and she went happens. straight to the I, bank I to cash it, it. I think it happens a lot. I think mm. it happens a lot. Next story. Teenage risk-taking often takes place when a teenager is accompanied by a friend and psychologists are figuring out why. Statistics show that teens are five times more likely to be in a car accident when in a group than when driving alone, and they are more likely to commit a crime in a group. Temple University researchers Drs. Jason Chain and Lawrence Steinberg set out to measure brain activity in adolescents, alone and with peers, as they made decisions with inherent risks. 
Their findings, published in January in the Journal of Developmental Science, demonstrates that when teens are with friends, they are more susceptible to the potential rewards of a risk than they are when they are alone. You know why? Mm. It's a critical mass of butt bugs. Well, probably. They're all together and they're like, come on, let's do it. Let's just do it. Who cares? Let's get crazy. I guess it's kind of like the power in numbers thing. It's the same thing as when people are being bullied. It takes one person to stand up and it'll switch the group's eh. mindset. Yeah, I think it has more to do with the fact that, oh, look, these scientists spent a bunch of money on a new study and they discovered peer pressure. Right. And we already knew that that right. happened it, because it's, kids it's, will take risks. Not... They egg each other on. They're kind of fearless and reckless to begin with. Everybody wants to be the big dog. Mm-hmm. And they will do stupider and stupider shit to prove that they're the big dog. And even amongst well-meaning friends, they'll do stupid shit. And we've seen it with thing one on her friends time and again. Otherwise, rational young ladies together become hootards. You just look at him and go, really? You thought that was a good idea? Get the fuck out of the house. Stop being dumb. You thought going to somebody's house and TPing it and egging their car was a genius plan? They did not do that. Get the fuck in the car. I'm just saying. It's the kind of shit that happens. They get up to no good. It is true. I don't, I don't know. I mean, part of the problem is, is that their brains aren't completely developed, so they don't have that same reasoning factor that adults you know, do. They say that, but here's another tip. 50 years ago, 14-year-old kids were moving out, getting a job at a factory, and raising a family. You know what I'm saying? So don't, don't fucking tell me their brains aren't done. People's brains have never been cooked all the way, and they did just fine. Well, that's kind of true. The problem is we fucking baby them too much. That's really the problem. When we were talking about thing, one of the taxes thing, if she had to fend for herself for a little while, she would shut the fuck right up. I know, but you remember what? Well, maybe you don't. No, because your I parents don't. kicked you out. Before you even could ponder it, but I never there was never an option for me at nineteen to go home. Wasn't well, that's I, true. Here's my choice. Get out there and make some fucking money. But I mean it's like a it's a natural progression of growing up. You take those risks, you know, when in your young teens because you have a safety net to fall back right. on. And then you cannot wait till you can grow up. You can't wait till you're out on your own. Nobody can tell you what to do. Your time is your own except for work and maybe school. And then, you know, suddenly you find out it's probably not as much fun as you thought it would be. Well, the problem is they're not really grown up. Even when they get out of the house, they're not really grown up. They continue to do dumb shit until they're 35 now. It's silly. I don't like it. I want kids to start behaving like they're supposed to. Not too much to ask. Well, we'll have a thing too in college next year. Oh, God, I hope so. Years early. That would be awesome. No, it wouldn't. Oh, yes, it would. She would not be emotionally ready for that. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. No. You know how ecstatic she would be to be out of the house doing her own thing? She was very excited. She would rub it in thing one's face. Yeah. Look I know, at but me. I, like... got a, I got a full ride to fucking Yale. Look at me. <laughs> that, that won't go over well if that happens. It's, well, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember there being a feeding frenzy over thing one. She got a lot of offers, but I don't remember it being like this. Yeah, I know. It's insane. We'll see. She's going to become a super villain now. She'll be all corrupted with her super brain. Right. Her butt flora right now going, we will rule the world. We'll see. Anyway, they want to call us. We're going to call us. They can call our Google. I'm going to try again. Yeah. Can you get your shit together? 
Well, it was a Google one. Then call Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Your butt floor are acting up today. Well, they're not. I want to get on there and poke them around a little bit, teach them who's boss. Don't forget, you get Amazon's our sponsor. Go to our website, click the link, go buy some shit on Amazon. You won't regret it. Amazon has good shit. It's not like I charge you more through my site. It's awesome. I can choose the bluebread.com, vote for us at podcast.com, leave us a review at iTunes. You know what to do. Do it. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Ooh.